Welcome back to Everything Scary 3AM. My name is John, and with me, as always, is Mandy. Hello, hello, hello. And we are going to be watching something that's... I don't know, I wanted to get back to basics, and thankfully, uh, one of our, our listeners uh, had the, the perfect idea. Who's that? Yeah, this one actually comes from Randall. Yes, Randall. Thank you so much, because this is actually a movie I wanted to watch. Oh. Like, because it, it was so funny, because somebody was doing, like, a thing. I was going through, like... The trailers, like I, I found a like a thing that was just a whole bunch of like movie trailers from the eighties, mm -hmm. and I started going through. It's like, oh, I need to write these down. Which ones I want to watch? Did you and, find it on YouTube? Uh, probably, because that's where we see all of the old commercials yeah. and trailers. I, and... I I don't doubt it. I may have found <laughs> it on that. I may have actually found it on like a weird Amazon or a Tubi thing where it was just showing that the. Uh, oh yeah, the, I could see that too. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And I was like, oh yeah, I want to watch this one. And that one is 1981's Hell Night. Uh, Two words: Hell, yes, Night. Hell and Night. N-I-G-H-T, not K-N-I-G-H-T, because that's a completely different movie. Yep. But, uh, yeah. they both sound really good. I don't know. I uh, I saw this one, like, a long time ago. Like, I, I never watched the movie, but I did see, like, the thing for it, like, the trailer for it. And I was like, oh, this looks like fun. This looks like a fun movie. I'm excited. I'm excited. Uh, this one, it was directed by Tom DeSimone, I guess I want to go sure. with that. Okay. Uh, by Tom. This was directed by Tom. Tom. Uh, Tom... Tom had a bit of a sordid career as a director. Uh, he did... <laughs> oh, no. That's the stuff I decided to put on the notes. Oh. Yeah. No, there is a lot of adult films. Oh. A lot of adult films. A lot of uh, of, of adult films for, for every uh, so group on there. exploitation movies? Pretty much, yeah. Um, 1971's Prison Girls, 1982's Concrete Jungle... Um, he's responsible for 1977's Chatterbox, which is, I have watched that movie and I, I think it's one of the weirdest movies ever. Uh, coming from you, that's pretty weird. That has to be really so, weird. Don't tell me what it's about. Oh no. Okay. Yeah, I won't. I don't have the words. <laughs> okay. Um, to do it. This <laughs> is, weird, this huh? is not a family, uh, show, but it does. It's one of those kind of explanations where I'm just like, Oh, God. So, yeah. No, if you want to have some fun, go ahead and look up 1977's Chatterbox. But apparently, don't watch it with your kids. Do Oh, God, no. Don't watch any of these movies with your kids, because uh, Prison Girls starts out with, like, five minutes of nudity, like, as the women are, like, showering, and then they fight. Oh. Yeah, I don't know about Concrete Girls, or Concrete Jungle. That one is, is also a woman going to prison and fighting situation. Well, it's the concrete jungle. I guess, you know. I, I'm wondering how much nudity is going to be in this one, especially with the uh, the main actress. But then again, you know, a director is only able to put in so much nudity unless the writer allows it. And the writer for this one was Tom, or I'm sorry, Randy Feldman. Feldman. I know that last name, Feldman. Feldman. Yeah. Uh, but he is, uh, this was his first writing credit. He's actually responsible for Tango and Cash. Oh, wow. Uh, and uh, 1997's Metro, where uh, that was the one with, um, it, it was like just past Eddie Murphy being funny and he wanted to be serious. Oh, yes. Yeah. Like, is that like around the uh, the Harlem night? Yeah, or like or whatever, or uh, Boomerang. And, Boomerang. And, yeah. Boomerang that is what I was thinking of, yeah. Yeah. It's like where he wanted, I'm a serious actor. I'm like, okay, cool. And then he goes on to do Mushu, his yeah. greatest role ever. And then he became Pluto Nash. And just Which was not his greatest tanked, role ever. Tanked his entire career with that one. Ooh. 
So, Which, hey, that's not even a bad movie. I don't know why people give it so much shit. Well, don't forget, he also did 19... Uh, Randy also did 1993's Nowhere to Run. Yes, uh, which is also very much along the same lines as Tango and Cash and Metro, which I'm kind of like, he did a horror movie and then did action movies. The fun part about 1993's Nowhere to Run is it's basically like the action movie equivalent of Breaking 2, where instead of like the kids are dancing to save the rec center, it's Jean-Claude Van Damme and he broke out of prison, and now he's going to stop the bad guys from taking a lady's farm. Oh, wow. Yeah, and it's, uh, I think it's... That sounds horrible. Rachel Arquette? It's, it's, I think it's uh, it's an Arquette, oh. uh, is the lady who who's doing it. Oh, uh, uh, Culkin's brother is in that one. The one from uh, Father of the Bride is in it. Oh, and um, Scott Pilgrim vs. Yes. the World. yeah. But he looks exactly like he does in Father of the Bride. That's well, why I was just like, oh my god, it's... <laughs> yeah, it's, because it's, he does not... He looks the exact Kleiner same as Kulkin he gets older. Or whatever his name is. I have no idea what he, his name is. He looks is. the exact same as he gets older. Uh, this one movie is... Uh, this The movie is actually starring Linda Blair. Uh, I Of course, you're going to recognize her as Reagan from both The Exorcist and Exorcist 2. Uh, where she uh, was just flopping around and... She was tuking, possessed by the devil. Had the devil in her. I think the second one was the one where it was like... The locusts were after. I remember the flashing light thing. So, like, she was like hypnotizing, and she was trying to get the the devil out of somebody else. Ah, interesting. And that was weird. Uh, also in 1983's Chained Heat. Also in 1987's Night Force, and 1995's Sorceress. Oh, the Sorceress is interesting because it had um, Julie Stain or Julie Stat uh, the the lady. She just died recently, unfortunately, but she was the main. Like body person for um, uh, she uh, she uh, heavy metal two, so when heavy metal two uh, fac came out or heavy metal two thousand came out, mm -hmm. uh, she like was the voiceover for the girl, but she was also like the body like you know inspiration for because she's she was this six foot one gigantic lady, she was huge and, and apparently was cut oh was, cut and stacked the, yeah all the women in heavy metal are like super thin abs and have like. F size. She was she was gigantic. She was a big lady. The interesting thing is is that she was married uh, to Eastman, the guy who d made the uh, the turtles, Ninja, Teenage Mutant oh, Ninja Turtles. That's yeah. Cool. So it was like the other like the pair guy. I was like, wait, what? Really? It's like yeah. <laughs> I was like that's crazy. Good job, dude. So the, the thing the thing that I remember Linda Blair from uh, personally, of course, is The Exorcist and all mm. that. But um, she was also in a show i think it was on abc family wherever they sent people to haunted places and she was i think the host for that oh yeah yeah no and I, that's I, what i remember her she from. did a lot of stuff she really did but that's that's really what i remember her from and this was before i like really got into found footage not not even found footage because even then I, I can still hardly do that but this was like before youtube like ghost hunter shows yeah. took off and all that. Like it was just so cool. The interesting thing, I think she was in the Blair bitch project. The Blair bitch project. And she was in a lot of weird stuff. What? Like she, so the interesting thing about Linda Blair was she, I guess she had a hard time getting away from like being the Reagan girl. So like she started well, she was doing typecast by yeah, that point. Yeah. Which is, is weird because she was like, you know, very young when she did that one. And right. the rest of them were like chain heat and night force. Those are like lady getting attacked and then fighting back kind of situations. Heck yeah. I'm all about that. So I think she was even in angel three, which was, I think, but, um, there was the angel movie where it was the, the, the girl was like young and she was, uh, being a prostitute, but then she had to fight back against oh, the cops. Yeah. Oh, that was, that was on the a, one on, that was yeah, on Joe, a, Bob. Joe Bob. Yeah. yeah. So it was, it's kind of, which was like 
is that really a horror movie? To I was, me? I, I don't that know. was so weird. I, I don't know. I'm interested. But it's like, okay, cool. Uh, we also have Vincent Van Patten, uh, who is an absolute ton of TV shows. Like, he was in so many of them. From everything from The Six Million Dollar Man to The Love Boat to Baywatch. Wow. The guy was in for, like, he was in there forever. He was he's just did like a whole bunch of, of stuff. He did a couple of like TV movies, mm-hmm. but everything was like, oh yeah, one episode of this one, one episode of that one. So he's kind of a that guy where you're just like, ah, it's that guy from the other show that I saw him in. So he's mostly like the small screen actor. Yes, for Got for it. the most part, he looks but is not the guy who plays Rex Manning in uh, uh, Empire Records. So he looks a lot like that guy, but he's, okay. it's not him. Because of me, like they even have like a picture of him, like on IMDb. Because I was just like, who is this guy? He's like IMDb, and he looks like Rex Manning. And I was like, holy shit, it's Rex Manning! So I typed out Rex Manning, and then I was like looking for it. I was like, why isn't it on here? What's going on? Where's where? Oh, he's not Rex Manning. He just looks exactly like Rex Manning. Hmm. That's the weirdest thing. It's a uh, and nothing bad can happen on Rex Manning Day, but apparently this guy has this thing going on. It's a uh, what do they call it? A doppelganger. A doppelganger. Yeah, it was like weird how close this guy was. <laughs> uh, we also got Peter Barton. What did he do? Um, he was actually Doug from Friday the Thirteenth. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, the final chapter. Right. Um, and he was Matthew Starr from okay. the TV series The Powers of Matthew Starr. That was weird to see him on there. And he was Doctor Scott Granger in the. Uh, Young and the Restless. He had like he was on there for like two hundred and five episodes. God dang! Which is like a year for them. But that's like, true. It does come out every single every day. day. We got a lot of other people in this one. Uh, you got um, what was it? It's uh, Kevin Brophy. That's right. He's he's got the weirdest name. Brophy. But he was in. I a, wonder if they did a, if he ever did a good job, and they were like, "Hey man, here's your Brophy <laughs> he, instead of trophy." The get, Kevin Brophy got a trophy. Uh, That's oh, fun. I like yours better he, than he mine. He should have. <laughs> I like yours better than mine. Because uh, he uh, he was in uh, Mystery Science Theater episode uh, from the Joel era. So he was actually in, uh, I think it was uh, season four, episode five. Uh, and that one was Time Walker, but they didn't call it Time Walker on there. It was actually Being from Another Planet because that movie got like swapped around like six times. It was a evil mummy movie. Like, the mummy came back, but the mummy was also an alien from the future, and people got lasered, and then the mummy was going around and killing people. That sounds uh, convoluted. It was super convoluted, yeah. No. Uh, we also had uh, Ron Gaines. He was the juggernaut in the Pride of the X-Men pilot show from, like, the like late 80s-ish. <laughs> and it was just an episode, and it was the weirdest thing because they gave Wolverine an Australian accent. Weird. Yeah, he's like, what? I don't want to deal with no blimey lotters. And I was just like, They what? made Wolverine that way? Yes. Wolverine was Canadian. I know. That's wrong. It was weird. It was really weird. Yeah. And it was it was it's funny weird. because it was straight out, like, it, it started out, it's like, come on, true believers, with, like, the full-on Stanley opening, and it did nothing. And, like, they couldn't get the X-Men going. I'm like, but Wolverine loved Poutine. I wonder if he did. <laughs> Could you imagine, like, Wolverine, like, no, I need to get out of here, scat. Screw you, scat, I'm going to Tim Hortons. What is all that about? Hey. I, I'm the best at what hey. I do, bub. To all of our Canadian people, we do have friends in Canada. <laughs> I, well, probably I really, less now. I but. really Well, yeah, probably less now. <laughs> Hopefully my friend in Canada is still like, it's all right. He's, he gives us the the Canadian pass. The Canadian little, pass. Little, little maple leaf like, on a stamp. Right. He's like, oh, no, they got it. Oh, Oh, they got the maple. Dom. Dom. I hate it. 
What's all that about? You weren't supposed to be giving that. Boot. What's all that about? You were so, weren't supposed to be giving out them Canadian passes there. <laughs> so we also have Jenny Newman, who is Barbara. Barbara. We're coming to get you, Barbara. But not from that one. She was Barbara from the 1980s V show. Yep. So like the, the alien one with the lizard people in it. Mm-hmm. Which uh, was weird because that had Robert England in it. Oh. Yeah, a lot of, a lot of people were in V. And it was huge for like a month. And then it stopped. Everyone was like, "We're done." And they're done. And they couldn't. They couldn't get the damn thing like ended. Like they did like the V, the final battle, like like two years later, and it just had nothing. I was like, "That's weird." And they, it kind of happened for the new V, the one that had Monica, uh, the the girl from uh, Firefly in it, ah. uh, and uh, Deadpool's uh, wife, girlfriend, whatever she is, Miranda uh, Berber. So, Morena Bakarin, I want to say. You but, love that girl. How I, do you not remember her name? Because I, I know I'm saying it wrong mm-hmm. is the issue. I'm like, Morena? I'm like, that can't be her name, Morena. But um, she was not right. She was the, the main evil lady, and they she was like eating people and giving birth underwater. It was a weird thing. Weird. Yeah, but they're like eggs because she's a lizard queen. Ah. Yeah. It was a weird movie, but it never went anywhere. Like, I, I was like, ah, that, that sucks. dirty, dirty reptile lady. But hopefully this movie will go somewhere. Uh, Randall, we're trusting you, uh, so we're going to go ahead and check that out. Uh, we are going to be watching it on Freebie, uh, because apparently uh, Amazon has decided to uh, to split off a large portion of its movies into... It's like Tubi, Tubi. but on Amazon. Yeah. So, great. I'm like, don't I pay uh, for this? You know what? At least it's freaking on there. Whatever. At least we can find it. Yeah, compared to... to oh, yeah. I can't find this this Adrian... God, was it? The guy from uh, Highlander, the series. Can't find any of his movies <laughs> on stuff. Like, did they? are they trying to delete him? What's happening? And it's like, he doesn't exist anymore. But we're going to pause it here, and we will be right back. Yep, be right back. Pray for day, hell night. Linda Blair and Hell Knight from Compass International, rated R. And we're back. We're back. So. That one was fun. From, from, like, a technical standpoint, it was amazingly well done from, like, the 1980s. Like, and the fact that there was, like... A, I, the I use of lighting, the... the uh, everything. Like, the scenes were really good. The scenes I was, were, were I was very really well surprised. Shot. Like, not, not in the sense that, you know, I was like, oh, I was so surprised that it was actually good. I assumed that this would be okay, because one, you know, most of the time people don't want to recommend you garbage. So that's, yeah, that's good. True. Unless but, they're like, you gotta catch this one, because it's crazy. But we did think that it was... I mean, as far as 80s horror goes this is probably one of the better 80s horror movies that surprisingly we've seen. yeah and i'm i'm disappointed with the fact that it only made like what like double its budget like it it really should have made a lot, a more. lot more money or right. at least maybe been played a little bit more maybe it was just because it you know it took a while or or what I'm, I mean, I'm sad that i've barely seen this movie this is the first time i've seen this movie because it was pretty damn good I was, i'm surprised i uh was really surprised at at the the angles at which the camera is working i told you that one angle was my favorite because he was he did a really good job right um everything in here was was well done and it was telegraphed 
Uh, so there was a reason for everything to happen. Which is fantastic. They which, didn't do stupid shit other than going out and seeing why the light was in the garden. That was kind of silly. But they did play it up very well. Well, so the interesting thing about uh, the, um, the what was the, uh, the, the fact that they had to keep running back to the the room the that house. was odd. Yeah, that was like, that, but it, I mean, that, like, what else are you gonna do? Right, like, you which know, is what I said. Thing. I was like, where exactly are you gonna go? But to I, the you know, locked? and there's there's me going like, well, just put something over it. Like, you, know, you shouldn't have a hard time. It's you know this, and they're like, no, no, we're not gonna do that. Now we have a busted leg. We had a uh, what was the interesting one? Was the uh, so they had the light. We knew where the light was coming from. They they explained the light. They did the uh, the the same thing the with window. her. Yeah, the, the window. Her being a mechanic, we got that explanation. Uh, you even had the hunter part, so we had that. Uh, so you know there was a lot of stuff in here that was really amazingly well done. So to kind of give you uh, the the basis, the the kind of you know understanding plot. the plot uh, <laughs> for this movie. Uh, <laughs> Not not Linda Blair's plot. She had a lot of plot just spilling out of that dress. I was really surprised. That you was know, a lot of plot. There, there was a lot of boob. There was a, like, but no actual boob. Oh yes. Did you so, notice that? So considering that the director of this movie um, did a whole lot of um, porn, there was no booby. Like or butt. surprisingly. It was. It was. There was it like was there tasteful. was tasteful. Yeah, there was there was butt, but it was like unexposed butt. It was like it freshly was in wrapped. Butt. Yeah. So, but yeah, like, nobody was getting naked, which was surprising for the 80s in general. This is like, yeah, it was very well done. Taste, tastefully nude without the nude. This is like a PG-13 movie. Yeah. Yeah. Like, you know, like... And uh, the kills are kind of... The, the kills are kind of crazy. There's very low amount of blood. Well, yes, but... Yeah, yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm telling you, can do, you can get away with uh, with a lot with just PG-13 with And I don't low think there was blood. any F-bombs either. No. Well... No, not even when like there deserved to be it. Yeah. But we're starting out at a. Uh, it starts off a with <laughs> a a costume party. Uh, yes. With the uh, the Alpha Sigma Rose. That's I right. have never gone to a college party, but this one looked really fun. Well, the interesting thing to me was so it, it is your normal debauchery, everybody running around doing all this stuff, but uh, everybody's like costumes were well done we're like on like, point like a hundred points my favorite was linda blair's well yeah but the, she, she, you know, she had the cameo yeah she, she had, had the, like the, the pinned up hair the she was 1980s victorian kind of look yes, yeah loved it uh i i like the barbarian guy because the barbarian guy was full on in there you had the flapper girl who's wearing the full flapper outfit you had was denise yes uh you had seth uh, who was Robin Hood, ro and he was wearing what breeches and uh, like leather shoes, uh, and then you had and he could actually shoot the bow and arrow. He, he did a good job, and yeah, he did. We Which saw that earlier. Hunter. We or was he was pecking like he hit the like the thing. He even hit the girl in the butt. He hit uh, what was her name, Denise? Yes, uh, who is that one? Is the good lore that lady is like super? Just let me bring all the drugs to the party. That and horny. She oh, was yeah. trying to sleep with everybody. So you have a. Uh, you know, Seth, you had Denise, you had Jeff, who was the, the kid from the rich place that didn't really have anything else going on with he was, him, uh, personality-wise. The, the love interest of yes. uh, Linda Blair. Who was one. playing Marty. Although I can't really say love interest, because they didn't know each other for very long. So it was more like a lust interest. It was it was a, a, a like interest. A like you, you're keen. You know, that kind of a... <laughs> anyway, so what they are is, uh, they are pledges. Uh, for a fraternity who has decided, I guess it's a fraternity and sorority duplex or something like that because they uh, 
they not only are having the sorority sisters do it with the uh, the fraternity guys, but everybody's partying at the same place. Right. Like, so I guess it's like we, if so you're going to do night, your... Hell Night is the, um, what do they call it? Um, Pledge Night type thing. The hazing. Hazing. There you go. Yeah. That's the hazing night or whatever. That's what this is. That's what the whole point of this is. is well, it's a hazing ritual. So to me, Hell Night has always been the day before Halloween. Like the night before Halloween. That's Devil's Night. Okay. Devil's Night, Hell Night, something like that. I've so, never heard it called Hell Night before. Okay. Maybe it's maybe that's what I'm thinking. But, you know, my thing is, is that it wouldn't be like, I guess it is Halloween because it's a Halloween movie is it halloween that's happening on this or something i don't don't think they give a specific day but it does make sense for the costumes i mean you know i guess that's that's what's going on anyway uh so uh the uh the the four of them so seth uh marty then jeff and uh denise are all going to be joining up with the uh the they're going to be going to the garth manor and all they have to do is stay for one night and then they become Alpha Sigma Rose. So many Wayne's World jokes. It is a huge abandoned mansion that doesn't have power, no phones, no lights, no motor cars, not a single luxury, but it does have indoor plumbing. Thank Thankfully. God for that. So I it guess didn't that's have what, to shit in a hole. Maybe there's a cistern or something like that. Maybe it's ah. like, I don't, I don't know. Maybe it's a well. Maybe they're running well water or something like that. I don't know. Uh, and this manor was actually named uh, or owned once by a dude named uh, Raymond. Yeah, Raymond Garth. Yes. Uh, he had three or four kids with his wife. I think it was three. I think it was three and then. No, no, it, no. It, was, it was. So he explains the three. He explains the three of them, which were the first three who were horribly deformed and messed up. It was it was a boy and two girls. And then we had the third boy, who was the last one. Yes. Yes. Who was so, the fourth child. Basically what happened was, was uh, they had... An, Andrew? It, I think his name was Andrew. Andrew was the, was was the, was the fourth one. one. Yeah. yeah. Um, was because that's... God, I'm glad we wrote some of this down. Uh, but yes, uh, they are... Basically, we got a nice little walkthrough uh, as they're walking towards... Uh, the building where it's this whole explanation about how uh, Raymond got uh, money from the gold mines uh, and then was able to uh, meet his wife, uh, who they continue to have kids with. And then the fourth one came out, who was also... They all came out yeah, deformed or, 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 you know, something something was... You yes. know, they, they weren't completely healthy. So at that point, uh, Raymond decided, screw this noise. He strangled his wife. Uh, what was the uh, impaled one of the daughters? No, so he slit oh, the slit the throat of of one of them, and then yes, he he did something where he impaled her, impaled with, her. The same, with the same poker or so. Oh, oh, beat him to death with a fireplace poker. Yes. So she he slit the blind one, the blind and deaf one's throat, and then picked up a fireplace poker, beat the boy to death, and then impaled him with uh, impaled the the first sister with the. Uh, the fireplace, the fireplace poker, poker yeah. uh, and then hung himself, leaving uh, the newly arrived Andrew. Uh, I guess it was the the final brother uh, to be born uh, to just kind of deal with it, right? Uh, and that's kind of the deal. You get to stay there, and and what happened was, whenever the police got there, though, they, they only were... found, I guess, three bodies or four, depending on how it's supposed to be. They found three. No. Yes, they found three bodies. No, four, four well, bodies. They said they, it was the, it was they, the said they only the found dad. three bodies. It was the mom, the dad, and then two of the kids. Yeah, it should have been three of the kids. It should have been three of yeah, the kids. But, but they screwed it up. 
He screwed up the story is what I can, I can, the best way I can tell. Because the dad is gone. The dad has disappeared. And that was the whole thing was that uh, Raymond is disappeared and they didn't find his hanging body. Uh, Andrew was gone. But unfortunately, that leaves four other people. The mom and the two sisters and the one brother. I thought it was one of the kids was, I thought it was, it was one of the kids was missing, or two of the kids were missing. It was nope. Andrew and then it was another one of the nope. brothers. Oh. Nope. Nope, that's not how the story goes, unfortunately. I think he just said three, which makes sense, but he did say that, and I, I went back and we, we looked at it. There were three uh, bodies, is what he says, but unfortunately, uh, there were four people who should have been left in there, but they didn't go through that. Yeah. Yeah, so that was the weirdest thing. I was like, that's just such an, an odd kind of setup. It would make a lot more sense because we later on have that one guy running around. Right. That doesn't make any sense, but he's he's not... He's not one of the brothers. Oh, okay. He's unrelated guy. Yeah. So Peter and the rest of the students. Yep. They decide to get in there and uh, everybody, the the whole point is that they get locked out. Funniest thing is, is that uh, Peter, uh, who is the, the pledge master, uh, shoots the gate open. We see him do this. Uh, and then he, you know, hands one of the, the gun to, uh, to Seth or, or one of them. Uh, and then shuts and locks the door up again and says, the only way that you're going to get out is by shooting the lock. And thankfully, we do find out later on that it's full of blanks, so there was absolutely no way to get out of there. Yeah, which, which you know, makes more sense because the fact that he was able to shoot open the lock and then lock it back up afterwards. The, the fun part was, was that he shot open the lock, they tell the story, they walk inside of the, the, the mansion, and it is full of lit candles. So yeah. it means they've been shooting locks for 20 minutes. Like, just, they kept coming in, they'd shoot the lock, they oh, wait, I forgot my keys in there. Bam, shoot the lock again. <laughs> and they just kept having to do it. It's like, we're running out of bullets here, man. We just keep shooting these locks. Uh, but, uh, yes, Peter decides, uh, the, the pledge master locks in uh, Je uh, Jeff, Marty, Denise, and Seth. They yes. plugs them in there and says, you're stuck here for the whole night. It's going to be six hours. We'll see you at dawn. Uh, and good luck. You can find ways to entertain yourselves. Wink, wink. Wink, wink. Uh, thankfully, uh... Denise and Seth hit it off right away. Well, Denise is horny. Well, Like, yeah. super horny. And full of drugs. And she brought a Walkman or something like that. It was a teeny was. tiny boob radio. It was, it was tiny. And Jack Daniels. She bought a little flash. Yes. And Coke. She had coke there too. But but he he was able to find yes Peter was able to find some of the coke, but not all of the coke. Really? Where was the other, where was the rest of the coke? Uh, I mean I don't know. It was the whole point. <laughs> don't don't tell me where the rest <laughs> another, of the coke was. Another pocket. That'll that'll make me jealous. <laughs> another pocket. I, I think is what Seth said. The funny part is is that uh, yes uh, Denise is hitting hard on Seth who looks like a better put together Jason Muse. So he looks like like uh like Silent Bob or not Jay from Jay and Silent Bob. He's adorable. He's got long blonde hair and he's a surfer guy. And he's a hunter also. Yes, and he apparently I, it was kind of weird. He's from California, I guess. I don't know. Uh, sure. But he does like to surf and he's uh he's like guy he reminded me a little bit of uh the character from Fast Times. Uh, a little bit of um what's his name? Matthew McConaughey. Uh no, uh Sean Penn. 
John Penn was in Fast Times at Ridgemont. He's a, he's Hamilton. Oh, or, yeah. No, he's not Hamilton, Wait. but he's he's the guy who says, was "Oh, Matthew, right, Hamilton." Was Matthew McConaughey in Fast Times? No. Oh, wow. You're thinking I'm Days get, and Confused. Yeah, there you go. I was like, yeah. that doesn't sound right. No, Wait no. A so so he's the one who's uh, God, he's, his name is like <laughs> Kapowski or something like that. It's a weird name. Hopefully, we don't lose viewers. Anyway, I just made that mistake. Anyway, but he's like, "All right, Hamilton." So that Sean Penn used to be fun. <laughs> I believe it. Yeah. Anyway, uh, so it's at this point that they decide to have chats. We got uh, Seth and Denise pairing off and going upstairs immediately to screw. Uh, and oh, then you God, have Marty and Jeff who are hanging out and kind of giving us explanations of their characters. It's it's actually kind of a nice thing to go on. Uh, Marty. There, there are bits of this movie wherever it kind of drags. Um, well, there's a whole bunch of, of silliness, too, that we see later on where basically they're having the characters react to the other characters dying that we've already seen like 20 minutes ago. Right. And I'm like, well, nothing's new here. What the hell? <laughs> the same thing. Like how it's... many, how many people saw Peter and reacted with fear? Like that was like All the thing. So Peter dies. We saw that. And then we saw, um, the other one die. Like we saw, uh, Jeff find him and it was like, Oh God. And then Linda Blair finds him. <laughs> oh God. And it just, it kept going on. Because, because, because uh, Peter, okay, so Peter. So what happens? So Peter finds the other dude. Well, so here's what happens. Jeff and Marty start having the conversations. Marty explains why she's there, because she's going to be doing something. But she is joining the Alpha Sigma, whatever the frigs, uh, because she is, uh, she gets free. She's going to do the English lit notes for him. And then she's going to get uh, a car and uh, the best room in the house. And clothes. And clothes. And free clothes. Uh, and all she has to do is do the Hell Knight thing. Uh, Jeff. Which is honestly pretty awesome. That's a Jeff, pretty awesome deal. Yes. Jeff is from uh, the Hoity Toity. Hillsdale. Someplace bougie. Hillsdale. Which I was just like, what the hell's Hillsdale? Uh, but uh, yes, we also find that um, he's rich. And Marty is not poor, rich. I guess. <laughs> and or not rich. She uh, worked. She knows how to put together her own car. That was the interesting she's, thing. Because she's a mechanic. Her, her dad owned a mechanic shop. And I like the fact that they put that in there. Not going to lie. This makes me want to learn how the hell to tune my car. Just in case I'm ever in a horror movie situation. Yeah. I mean, because she's able to take care of That was awesome. That was. Uh, this is when the three chuckleheads come back up. So it's Peter Scott and Girl. Because they kept saying the girl. Well, her, uh, May? May, I guess. I think her name's May. It, she was Sheena, Warrior of the Wasteland, because she was wearing a leopard print, whatever <laughs> the hell. Uh, and I got to tell you guys, if you are pranking somebody, and what you've done is after the costume party, you've left, and then you're coming back to mess with them, put on something sensible. Put on pants. Just pants. Doesn't have to be nice pants. Just some kind of pant. I would put on some sweatpants. Sweatpants and a comfy shirt I would be and boom. Com like, yeah, you, you would. You'd be wearing, or at least Especially because and... this area is not, like, it's overgrown. There's, like, pointy the, stuff everywhere. There's pits, which May finds five seconds in as she, they, they open up the gate and uh, Peter is walking around. Scott and Peter have wired up the whole place. To have, uh, like shenanigans happening inside. Spooky of it. sounds and screams and chains rattling. Uh, <laughs> so they 
have it all wired up. May runs around. She falls into a pit, and this is where we get the explanation is, no, that's a vent for under the house, is what Scott says. And then he says, there are secret passages and openings and all this stuff around. So we get the explanation as to why things are being able to happen later on right. in the movie. Right. So I was and like, they know oh, that's about great. all these places. Well, they have to because they also wired up dozens of speakers like through the roof and stuff. Yeah. yeah. They, they did a lot of equi- like, you know, they messed around with a lot of stuff and they're they're cranking up the, the screams, which everybody hears uh, inside of the house, which uh, prevents uh, uh, Spicoli there. Uh, hey, that's the guy's name. That's Sean Penn's, I think. Uh, it stops uh, <laughs> Seth from being able to uh, get his. I guess third or fourth rock off or something like that. I don't know what was happening. They never take their pants off, so I assume it's a lot of it's, it's a lot just of heavy petting. Slightly heavy petting. There's just no and giggles. Lots of giggles. There's absolutely no canoodling in this at all because they both have promise rings. I mean, it was it was it was a lot of lot of kissing uh, and but giggling. They start running around. Jeff and and Seth are able to find the speaker. They're able to unscrew it, but they didn't have a they were gonna use his thumbnail and i was like he's using his thumbnail ouchies it's better than (laughs) it's better than the pinky nail i get well yeah you know what i would not be surprised if denise had a had a very long pinky nail i'm I'm, just the one just Just the the one one just just in case for the coke (laughs) he got he's a he took a half ounce of colombian and some of my finest coke i'm like so is the colombian not coke or is it heroin what What's the Colombian? Was it coffee? It's Did coffee. you bring coffee? Took, that would have been hilarious. He took her best like, Colombian like coffee. He, he took a, a f- an ounce of Colombian fresh ground roast. Oh, I'll never be able to make my Damn espresso it. here. That's what I was going to wake up with every morning. Otherwise, uh, I'm just a, I'm, I'm a monster. See, I, we, the whole time we were, uh, Mandy and I were joking, trying to figure out how like we would spend the time. So it'd be like peeling up a floorboard, pulling out the the cards against humanity. Now I'm thinking like. What if you had like one of those old school percolators and you're just making <laughs> coffee? Like Andrew, you know, uh, Garth shows up and he comes out with a coffee cup and you're like, oh, hey man, yeah, no, have some coffee. It's not even a coffee ah, cup. It's like in the bottom delicious of a, Colombian roof. Like a skull cap. <laughs> just comes out with a skull cap. It's like, why are you using that? It's, it's terrible for drinking out of her. I have no cup. <laughs> this is when, because the guys are running around, uh, we get the the wind blow in. Linda Blair is, is very concerned and the wind blows in and it's uh, like, she's like looking and it gets super dark. But then it turns out it wasn't super dark inside of the room. That was fun. Uh, and then she runs over to the door, tries to get out, but she can't. Then we see the Jacob Marley looking uh, version of the, uh, the guy was his name? Raymond Garth Raymond. walking towards it. Yes. They did a really good job on that. They did. That was really spooky. Uh, and that was... And then the door opens, she falls down, and then uh, Seth continues to go have sex with Denise. And this is actually whenever May dies. Mm-hmm. So May, who is the, I guess, sorority mom or whatever she is. The, the queen. Yeah. Sorority queen. So she actually gets her head lopped off. Uh, she's the first kill. It was a decent, it was decent. It, like, was. it was. a decent effect. This is all practical effects, which of course it would be because it's 1981. You're not going to have a computer doing it. Mm-hmm. But, you know, there's... Decent effect, and then there's, you know, wow, what happened there? Right, you know, temper paint coming out. And this out. is and this is really really well done. So so you know, May gets her head lopped off, and of course the guys don't see it because she's off and about doing her own thing. So the guys, yeah, Peter the two and Scott other, are, are still trying to do the the pranking. Right, and they they do a relatively decent job, I guess. Um, 
the one that Peter does, though, does not work because he tries to prank Denise and she's too high to realize it. And then um, the other kid, what's his name? Scott. Scott. Yeah. So Scott actually goes up on the roof on this tiny little wooden ladder that looks like something that you would use to go up to a tree house. Yes. And so he climbs all the way up to the roof, is setting up a dummy. And this is whenever he hears noises. And so he turns around, doesn't see anything, goes to investigate and, you know, never go to investigate. Just go. <laughs> and that's when when the uh, the hand comes out of nowhere and turns his head completely around. Ah, it was so well done. Which was also, it was great. I was like, wow. Okay, that's it, good. It was jarring, but it was like, ooh. Oh, and God, it, his it, head is completely the other way. It makes life so much better because the like rest of the owl. time is the dicking around mm-hmm. with uh, Jeff and and Marty like, <laughs> oh, you're so keen. And this oh, is, I think yeah. you're cool. And then you spend like an hour getting to know them and then giggles and sexy time, but not really. And then you get to deal the with yeah, Seth and Denise kind of being their weird selves. This is when Denise uh, wakes up. She looks in the mirror and uh, apparently it's a it's a two-way mirror or something like that. Uh, because... Uh, oh, uh, yes. That's whenever that's he tries to prank her Peter she's too high. is wearing a mask and then he does the, uh, the light. So my question is, though, because I can't tell if they did the... I guess they did do the ghost effect. But that just seemed like a lot more effort than they should have done. It, it really, yeah. Like so it, maybe it was an actual ghost. Mm-hmm. But the door locking thing was their thing. The, maybe. Yeah. I mean, yeah, because everything else is very... Um... Jank. <laughs> it's a little jank. Yeah, it's a little bit jank. Uh, I, I feel like they wouldn't have a projector to make that no. Like The fact that they had like like three projecting lenses to create the whole thing with the, this, you know, I was like, wow, that's well done. Yeah, I don't see it. Um, huh, so we found a ghost in the movie. Yeah, there was a ghost. Dun, dun, dun. Um, this is when, kind of fed up with everything, uh, Peter decides to go out uh, to find uh, Scott. Scott. He goes up to the roof, can't find Scott, but does find the dummy, so that's when he starts... Pulling up on the winch that they set up to hold the dummy that they had built to spook everybody out with, uh, pulled it up towards the roof, and it turns out, oh no! It's... Oh my god, that is the sl- it was the slowest reveal. Too. It was the longest. We all I were mean, like, it's was... Scott, it's Scott, he it's was... Scott. He was cranking that lever for about thirty minutes, and I mean that body was being pulled. And from... then he, he had to pick up the from the Egypt. light, <laughs> and then it was. It's, I'm sorry, it went down into the abyss. You have to yank it back up. It's going to take three hours. Click, 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 click. Tink. Click, click, click. I mean, it worked well for building suspense, but the problem is is that we, we saw. We already knew. We yeah. already knew that it was him. We already saw that. Right. Now, if we hadn't seen if we had just seen the, like, I don't even know what you, if they had it had. It shouldn't have shown the dummy first. It should have had more people there. If okay. there had been a couple other people, what would have happened is, is Scott dies by getting his head twisted around. And then the other guy goes, all right, man, let's go ahead and launch this dummy up. And then, you know, they go up to the thing. There was no dummy. And then it turned out to be the other guy. Right. Yeah, right. That would have been great. But we don't see any of that. We get, but it was still good, though. It yeah. Still, it was I mean, it was well good. done. It would have been great, but it, it was just, you know, Mind you, we dead watch, Scott. We watch horror movies for a living. So, you know, that, that definitely... Does not help the situation. No, not at all. Peter freaks the hell out. He jumps down. He starts running around. He tries to... He, he tries to get out. He tries to get out. He tries to open up the gate. But unfortunately, Andrew Garth is there. And he's like, brah. So that's when, yeah, he has to... Um, 
He runs into the maze. He runs into the maze. That's when... And then he gets scythed. Yes. And it's a pretty decent scything. Uh, but... Or was that... Was he killed by Andrew or was he killed by the other guy? I don't know who it was. The, it, we assume it's Andrew. Okay. That At was my point. thing. I thought it was Andrew. At this Andrew. point, we assume. We but assume maybe it was Andrew. other guy. It was just, he's like, hey, hey, man, what are you guys doing? You causing problems in my, my hedge maze? Call this is my the, hedge maze. Call me the garden gnome. <laughs> there is a gnome story that's brought up in this movie, too. It's kind of odd. Uh, oh, yeah, that's right. Uh, Jeff has seen elves, which I was like, okay. Yeah, um, this is when, because everybody else kind of dies off screen, we don't really know what the hell is going on. Um, this is when Denise and them, uh, Denise wakes up or no, no. Um, this is when Seth goes to pee. Yeah. That's, that's the impetus for the entire murdering is Seth having to go take a leak. He and goes, Seth goes, I'm going to use the John. And this whole time she's that Denise has been calling him, uh, Wes. Wes. And or, he's like, my or... name is Seth. And he, his name was the only one that I remembered because he repeated it Constantly about 16 doing times. It there. Uh, and so she, he tells her, I'm going to go to the John. She goes, John, I thought your name was, was, was Seth. Seth. And he's just like, Ugh. Uh, that's like, when. Come on, that was funny. Yeah. So Seth uh, goes to the bathroom. Denise kind of crashes out. But then the shadow of Andrew Garth looms large over her. She wakes up for a second and the hand on the, uh, the mouth. And then she disappears. Uh, it's at this point uh, when Seth gets back. He gets into bed. He reaches over to pat Denise on the butt, but it's not Denise's butt. It is the head of May or Mary, May. whatever. I think May. It's May. May, whatever. Uh, of Sheena, guardian of the wasteland. Because uh, uh, her, her ass is dead. I guess it was she was supposed to be doing Raquel Welch from uh, 1000 BC or whatever I it was. I don't know. All she had I the fuzzy boots that... on there. Uh, probably. What say you, fuzzy britches? Well, all I know is that she's dead. Her head is in a bed. <laughs> uh, and this was immediately, this was the best response to this kind of thing his happening that I've scream, ever seen. His scream was perfect because it's not like a, oh, like a manly scream. It's a, <laughs> got the hell out of there. So he's getting dressed, getting the hell out of there. Uh, this is when Jeff and Marty come down and, and Marty's like, what the hell's going on? I was like, there's a dead woman upstairs. No, no, a head. There's a head upstairs. That's right. But she's dead. There's a dead chick. There's and that's what Seth cannot shut up about there being a dead chick. Uh, they freak out and everybody gets the hell out of there. And then they can't get outside. They uh, was it Seth immediately takes the gun that is supposed to open the door, fires all the shots and they're it, all blanks. They're all blanks. So he climbs over the fence, which has very, very pointy tidbits on the end. And it was, he, he is for some reason taking off the leather shoes. Because they're slippery. I guess. I mean, I feel like they would have given him more traction than his socks. He he didn't have socks on. He, he had, had socks on. He had socks on. Oh. Oh, yeah, he did have socks on. He had socks on. Okay, then, the, yeah, that doesn't make any yeah. sense. Yeah, but he is able to slowly but surely crawl over the, uh, and it's a very tense uh, kind of setup. And then Linda Blair tries, and we all know that Linda Blair can't make it up that Linda Blair makes it up three feet with Jeff's hand straight up her ass. <laughs> Like she looked pushing her one of the, pushing her two of the feet. She looked like a terrified Muppet. Like it's just the <laughs> hand because I guess maybe it was the bodice or something like with that. Her, but he's just with like her bosoms, with her bosoms out. Oh yes, world. she everything was heaving. I mean, for real, you could have just slapped, you know, slapped the bar between your two boobs and then like, like shuffled she, up. It would probably worked. Yeah. You know, if she had only for shot him. of it that way. 
And it probably was how, maybe that's how... You know that part on Milan wherever she uses, like, the, the two things that are yeah. wrapped around her wrist and she, like, flings them over and then... Yeah. She could have done that. Could have just by, by taking the movies out. And I could say that, because I'm a lady. It's like a carabiner. She, she's able to, if she pushes them, like, she takes them, like, in one hand, and she's able to lock it herself there. And kind of take a rest and just pull it on there. Sorry. Anyways, okay, so that uh, so happens. Seth gets Seth over. Seth gets all the way over. Right. Falls. And then he gets up. So apparently falling doesn't cause any damage in this world unless your name is Jeff. But he did get poked, though, with, he, with two of Like, the slashed a little bit. Yeah, you know? but why didn't he use that for the cops? Like, why didn't he... Look, I'm not messing around. Like, I got... Because the cops didn't care. Cops didn't give a shit in this movie. You know, they left guns next to ammo. True. So, yes. In because, a random room with nobody in it. Because that's what happened. Sorry, uh, we're getting to that point. Sorry. Jeff, Jeff gets his boots for some reason that got thrown over... Could you imagine if one of those had gotten caught on the uh, the spikes at the top <laughs> i'm like you could have e- you can easily take the boots and put and them put through them under, anywhere under there's yeah. enough room underneath the thing right you wouldn't have had any issues but no you decided to check those things over all right cool uh that's when marty so marty and jeff are stuck behind they, they stay behind so they're they go back into the house very slowly um, extremely slowly. Extremely slowly. Like by the time that they get in the house, Jeff is already at the police station. <laughs> He's like, <laughs> he, he gets back to the the uh, the fraternity house. Everybody's wasted, and instead of like going through the broken window or kicking open the door or doing anything like that, it was already broken. Yeah, in the front. yeah, that's yeah. Right. It's like they have to replace the thing anyway. Take one of the chairs, smash the whole goddamn thing you know open, what? and go through that. One of the one of the flaws of the movie was that part right yeah. there. Then okay, uh, and he almost gets run over by more fraternity frat bros who uh, nearly hit him. Uh, and that's when he goes to the uh, the cops. Um, we get, I guess that's when they they decide that they're they they're not sure exactly what's going on, so they just kind of hide in the room and talk about things. Uh, a lot of a lot of their a lot of their interaction was just talking. What do you think is going to happen? I don't know. Do you? Th- how long? Hopefully, has, we don't die. How long has has Seth been gone? I don't know. A couple of hours. There's a light on in the hedge maze. I have to go check it. There's Jeff says as an idiot. At the what was oh Rocky Horror Picture Show? Remember, there's a light at the the Frank no Frank and. Frankenfurter Look, I don't the, know. The only Anyways. one that I know is there's a light that shines by Nick Cave and the Bad Seeds from Batman Forever. There is a light. Yeah, never mind. I made you listen to that. A bunch of <laughs> yes. Anyway, so at this point, that's when um, <laughs> Jeff decides that he's got to go check out that light in the hedge maze. Why? We don't know. By himself, no less. So he does it. He makes Linda Blair stay behind, lock the door, put the chair up against the door, and then he proceeds to go out on his own. Yeah, with a candle. Uh, so he but goes he out. Find a pitchfork. He finds a pitchfork. He also finds dead Peter. Uh, picks up the flashlight, but unfortunately does not see, and we get a slow zoom in on it that uh, Peter is holding the key. Right. Uh, so that's... Did we figure out how long rigor mortis takes to sit on? No, we didn't. That was like but, the whole point of view. Yeah, I was going to look at it, but I, I and <laughs> then we were sidetracked. done. You got um, sidetracked. So it's at that point that, uh, so 
uh, Jeff goes, hangs back out with Marty. And unfortunately for them, uh, there is a, a, I guess, a giant blanket on the floor, which allows for Andrew Garth to crawl up from the bottom and come after him. Very spooky the way it happens. Well, the most interesting part, too, is the fact that... uh, uh, Jeff stabs his ass. Jeff with the pitchfork. Yeah, he's like lost. gets a hit, <gasps> like a decent one, and to the point right where Andrew has to run away. Yeah, which he does. He disappears black through the floorboards. They pick up the pick up the blanket or whatever the hell that was on him, and they realize that there is a secret passageway in the floor. So they're like, "We must go get him." They go down the stairs, uh, and it turns out to go from normal basements to creepy catacombs to. I don't know just, what was going on. It just on keeps that. going to creepy catacombs. So they 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 are going through all this whole thing very slowly, of course. They get to a secret room, and this secret room has a dinner table and like a whole bunch of dead people. So I assumed that some of those were the family members. Yes. And then we had Well, no. Because they would have taken the bodies. They wouldn't have left the bodies there in oh, the house. Oh, okay. That I guess that makes sense. Um there's a lot of rats. A dead Denise, uh, who was, I guess she just got her throat slashed or something like that. Denise is one of the people that we can actually tell who it is, right? Yes, and the rest of them are just desiccated bodies, other than the bones. I mean, like, severely decayed. That's when we see uh, Andrew coming after them. Yes. Uh, And, And, you know, the tunnels are so tiny that it doesn't make sense why they would keep running. They literally just had to lodge the pitchfork into the ground against the wall. Well, you know what? The, it makes like a total, like, it will not move at that point. The, and then he just rams him. That's all I gotta do. The most interesting part would have been, he's, I mean, these these tunnels are, are everywhere and they're tiny. And if he had run at them and they had turned the corner and stood there with the, the pitchfork out, he would have ran into them full force. Oh, and, yeah. Yeah. That, I mean, that would have been great. Yeah. That would have been right great. Right in the head. Like, just, right through the head. See, my, my question is, is if it wouldn't glance off the, the skull. I'd worry about that part. The prongs were too close and, together that I feel like it would have gone, like... I don't know. See, it depends on how hard you're hitting them. Now, if you had aimed a little, sl- like, lower, that's soft. That's squishy and it'll go in. That's why I was thinking you do it a little bit lower. But maybe, let's, but, let's split I mean, the difference he go already for the got, He already got... Okay, I can go for the okay. But he already got impaled in the... the, And that didn't do anything. Well, I, it did enough to, to drive him away. Well, yeah, but that's it. I don't want to drive him away. I want to kill him. Well, I mean, as soon as he falls down, which he does fall down, Andrew falls down a lot, then you keep hitting him with the pitchfork. We'll see, but then Jeff also falls down like a dumbass yeah. and then breaks his ankle. Which he apparently does for real. Like, I looked at the uh, the trivia in IMDb. So, of the two stories, yes, he either hurt himself and was actually limping the entire time, or he put a stone in his shoe to remember to limp. And no. I don't know which was which. That's smart. Uh, this is when... Acting! Uh, this is when Seth arrives at the... Because um, they're still... I think they're still under, but I don't remember. This is when Seth does, though, get to the police station. All no, that no. shit happens. So please don't believe him. They, they, they're getting tra- uh, chased by Andrew. They find the stairs that take them up to an area where we saw Andrew get out beforehand. So that's when um, Jeff and Marty get out of there and are able to lock uh, Andrew into the, the area by right. uh, by putting the thing on there. But then they have to go back inside. And I was like, you went back into the house that you know has the secret passages where he'll come out at. Instead yes. of just say, let's stay at the front door or something like that. That way we can see where he's going. Hell, Grab a bunch of those candles, set fire to the mansion. 
You know, I still think that they should have set fire to that shit. Really should have. I thought they did for a little bit when at the the very end, Linda Blair is looking at stuff, and I was like, oh, it's it's on fire. Oh no, it's daytime. <laughs> Oopsies. <laughs> uh, this is when Seth wakes up. Uh, he gets to the police station. Uh, the police are tired of his sh- of the shenanigans of the Alpha Sigma Rho Beta whatever the hell's I don't beta, even know. Beta Gamma. Uh, the Lambda Lambda Lambdas. Uh, so uh, they tell him to go screw himself, basically. They will not look into this at all. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they're like, beat it, or we're going to put you in the drunk tank. And I'm like, I don't think he smells like alcohol. I mean, I guess maybe he does. Well, I'm sure he does, because they were, they were both drinking Jack But Daniels he's also cut up real bad. Like he, he really is, and he does not look well. And then... While he's leaving, there's a room with a shit ton of guns on the table. Like, just out. Like, ready to go. Like, here's the ammo, dude. Take it. They actually have the ammo. And I guess it was just about three or four shells or something like that. Uh, I think he only took that many. Like, there Which was is more. Dumb. I would have taken the whole bag. I, I would too. He scoots through, the, the like, one of the windows. There was an open there. window in that room. And he got out that way. <laughs> So he he's running he's running back to find a car. He finds a car, car basically carjacks the dude and is like, "Tell the police that I stole your car." I told you that the guy was like, "Well, no, I'm not going to call the police because yeah. you want me to do it." Well, screw you, you son of a bitch. I ain't doing that. And he didn't because the cops never show up. No, they don't. They never show up. So Seth steals the car, goes back to the mansion. Um, this is when we see like the second guy, which I thought was a continuity error or like a like a PA that didn't get out of the way or something like that. <laughs> uh, that would have been funny. He uh, gets. How did he get inside? How did he get inside of the the gate? I don't know. That was weird. Maybe he just walked around and Maybe he found the area re- where... We probably need to rewatch that part. That part. I, I don't remember that part. So he's he's walking around. He he sees somebody. They have like this epic fight. And then he shoots him. He shoots the, the guy. And the guy ends up in the water. And he's like... he Seth bursts into the, the, uh, the manor. And he's like, I got him. I got him, guys. I beat the cancer. And unfortunately, <laughs> he didn't. Because that's when, uh, you uh, know... Uh, an unknown hand pulls Andrew him off to the side. yanks him off into the darkness. And, and then another and he, shot goes off. Yes. And then it, this is the scene where I was like, this is my favorite scene. It's so Beautifully beautiful. done, yeah. Like, so he throw somebody throws the shotgun in the light that is shining through the door. And we see this from the second story where Linda Blair and Jeff are. And you see this. So it's like this big open room. There's a slash of light that's coming in from the open doorway. There is the gun right there. And then there's darkness all around them. And it's such a nice, pretty shot. I really like that shot. And then, you know, of course, Jeff can't go down there because he has a broken ankle. So Linda Blair slowly, ever so slowly, creeps down the stairs. slow. And reaches for the gun. And then here's Andrew. And he just... Like throws his entire body He's like, blah, blah, blah. on top. He, he tried to throw his entire body on top of, on top of that bomb from the Blair, and there was no bomb. He just wanted gotcha. to throw his whole body. So he scrambles up, and Linda Blair runs up the stairs, and Andrew's running after them, and they, you know, uh, Linda Blair and Jeff throw themselves into the room. And yeah, Andrew officially does not give a shit about doors because he just punches through that thing Kool-Aid like man's he is straight up. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. Uh, that's when uh, he picks up poor Jeff 
because uh, Jeff and, and Marty are trying to escape. Marty climbs up out through the window. Jeff, unfortunately, finds the expressway down when Andrew grabs a hold of him and chucks him through the window. And he's like, Marty, Marty, help me. And she's like, no, fuck you, Jeff. <laughs> she's Peace all, out, Jeff. She's already on the roof. And he throws it. He throws Jeff out. Ah. That's not. That's enough, Jeff. Hi. Uh, that's when, uh, we get Marty, gr- uh, she goes to the other side of the roof and is, finds the ladder. Yes. The, uh, the, the weird treehouse ladder. Yes. And then here's the, the Chekhov's it. gun. Yes. The Chekhov's gun window. You saw, and you even said, oh, they missed, they had, a, they missed an opportunity there. There's this big window right next to that, that ladder and the killer wasn't, the killer should have been in there. And I was like, I did. well, maybe they'll, they'll do it later. Like completely just half-assing. Uh, well, maybe they'll do it later. I don't and know, they really did. John, they John really was, did. John was calling everything. Well, I, I didn't know. Like, I was just like, there's no way they're going to do it later. I assumed that they would half-ass it. <laughs> well, I appreciate, I appreciate you telling me that they were going to do it later. You're trying to save me, and I, I appreciate it. I was that. just surprised at it. Uh, we get that point. So, yes, uh, there makes it out. Marty starts running around. Uh, oh, he drops Marty because he's about to pull her through that yes. window. And then she, he drops her. And so she she falls, lands on her hip, nope. which looks so damn painful. And then she books it. And she goes to the maze, finds um, Peter's body, who yes. is still holding the key. She's like, oh, my God. So she grabs the key, runs to the front of the gate, is opening up the gate, locks it behind her, which is pretty damn awesome. Mm-hmm. So she locks it behind her. And then she proceeds to run to the car, th- you know, put, goes in it, tries to turn the ignition. It doesn't start. And she's like, bah! and so she gets out, you know, opens up, pops open the hood and then fixes whatever the hell's going on with it. Like jumps it, I guess, from underneath the yeah, hood. That's a, I was like, oh, and it's because they mentioned that she fixes cars. It's so great. I was like, that was a good throwaway line. It's so great. I like that because, you know, in, in in newer movies, that would have been a throwaway. Mm-hmm. Like there were, they're, in fact, it, it probably would have been a situation where they ran into the, like, don't worry, I can fix it. Oh, yeah, I've, I've restored my, my dad's Impala. And then, like, it'll be like, I don't know how to work cars. Like, you know, something later on. Yeah. And you're just like, damn it. But this is when... Uh, yeah, you even called it right there. Uh, cause she like, starts she's it. Mechanic. She, she gets in the car. No, you called the, uh, oh, oh the... he's going to be on top of the car. I called everything and after was, that point. He was in the, he was, uh, that's when Andrew is on top of the car and starts beating the window, uh, glass. So Marty actually makes a mistake yeah. because, which I thought was odd too. Cause I'm like, you're a mechanic, but you drive that car really bad. Mm. So she reversed, hit the gate, causing the gate to fall and like, like fall forward forward um so it's like pointing the the pointy bits are pointing out and i was like oh they're gonna use that they're gonna impale him on that somehow i was like why nice (laughs) why do you have to make me Uh, sound like that they're gonna kill him with that one that's gonna work i don't (laughs) know how it's gonna work but it's gonna happen first of all that's rude i don't even sound like that Anyways, but they do murder him. Yes. I called it. I, because, I called yes. it. Uh, Andrew is unfortunately on top of Linda Blair's car. Oh, not Linda Blair's. Oh, well, it's her car now. Uh, and then uh, smashing the window, she freaks out, spins the car around with her thighs, I guess. Yeah, uh, because both, of she's, her, both of her hands were covering her face. Yes. Uh, and then she spins it around uh, and then starts going towards the gate again. Uh, he Andrew grabs a hold of her. Uh, that's when he does look up finally and goes, but what? We get that for like five seconds <laughs> when uh, 
he gets slammed totally, into totally gets the impaled. pointy top of the uh, the gate now pointing at him. To match his, his, his sister that got impaled with the fireplace poker. I wonder if... Wow, yeah. Interesting. Didn't think about that, did well, you? I, you know, none of them got their... It would have been more interesting if we'd seen that the other guys got killed the same way that some of the siblings did. Yeah, like strangled throat and throat being slashed yeah, or something. Yeah. yeah. Oh, maybe that's what happened to Denise. Denise got her throat slashed? I think so. Oh. I mean, we definitely know that uh, May got her throat slashed all the way off. She got her head cut off. Yeah. I mean, that's still throat slashing. I'm just going to put that out there. Anyways, still counts. So that uh, happens. Andrew dies, obviously, because he got impaled. Yeah. And... Marty wakes up in the, the sunlight, which I thought was a fire, but it wasn't. And then she walks and... Final the girl. End. Final girl scene. Which, this was really... You could tell Linda Blair was really trying to shed the whole Reagan-ness of she it. She just has that... Adorable baby face. Well, like, so this, she is she never going to get rid of that baby face. She was face. A, at least 21, 22 in this movie. Which and is, she looked like she was 16. She did. She she probably... She, she, her her face looked like she was, was like, like eight. Uh, I don't uh, know what the hell was that giant chubbiness in the, the cheeks going <laughs> down. Like, other than the boobies. Good, but good that job. was stacked. That was ridiculous. My God, Linda Blair was stacked. Ridiculous. I was like, holy crap. What the hell's going on with Linda Blair? I need to see. That's what I felt when I was looking at some of the uh, the movies uh, that she's done, like the the, the goofball movies that I was talking mm-hmm. about. Like the the she made one called Red Heat, and I was like, oh, it's got to be like that movie with Arnold Schwarzenegger. No, completely different movie. It's all boobies. Yeah, I was I was just like, oh wow, are these all gonna be booby movies. <laughs> you got we really just got excited. a lot of boobies. You got really excited. Are we gonna get some boobles in here? All right, what we did gonna... not get any boobles. Stop in here. talking about the boobles. When are you gonna rate it? I am going to rate this one a seven out of ten. Uh, it is very solid. There are long stretches of nothing happening, but even those long stretches of nothing happening seems to have at least well done, competently done uh, cinematography. The stuff that was done with this one, I really wish you need to show people who want to make horror movies this film just so that they can see some of the different angles you can do with a camera. True. Because I, you know, a lot of people will not use the space the mm-hmm. entire way. They'll they'll just be straight up three quarters blocking right with in the face of the stuff. person. Yep. But yep. this one was well done. What about you? I'm actually going to give it an eight out of ten. I really like this movie. I like the story. I like the fact that they check off gun the second story window. I'm, I'm glad that they used it. They didn't. They oh, didn't I just realized, uh, do that missed opportunity I, thing. I'm going to give it uh, seven out of ten booby radios. I'm going to put that out there because I, I just realized that. Booby radio. Oh. Booby radios. Oh that radio God. came out of nowhere. It's a magical marvel of Japanese invention. <laughs> it's it's Godspeed, little booby radio. Are you going to are you gonna give it 8 out of 10? I uh, give it an 8 out of 10. I don't even know. I, uh, you should give it 8 out of 10 eagles. Eagles? Oh. Yeah. <laughs> there was a random bird it was. It said bird on because we know we always watch it with subtitles anyways because we're deaf. But it said eagle eagle sounds or, or no, it said bird sounds or something. And it was an eagle. It was an eagle cawing at night in the middle of the night. And I was like, where did that eagle come from? So yes, I will give it eight out of ten eagles. Um, cause America. Cause America. That was hilarious. It was. That was, it was such an was, odd situation. I was all, why is there an eagle? And John goes, because this is America. 
<laughs> it was it was fantastic. Oh, uh, I had a lot of fun. Oh, uh, it was a well placed joke. But uh, yeah, you know it's uh, you it know was, what this was a decent movie. It was Thank good. you so much, Randall, for for you know putting this one out there. This was a movie that I I had really wanted to see and I completely forgot the name of, and then it's just like oh you guys should watch this one. And I'm like. It's that one! Yes! This is the one I've been looking for. I know it would have been lost. Like, I never would have found the damn thing. I mean, Hell Knight is definitely not something that I would think to look up, so... Uh, You know, I wouldn't go that far back, not for you, if I was going to make you watch them. Like, I wouldn't go back to 80. Like, I'd either go so far back, it'd be 1970, and we're watching Tourist Trap again. I don't know why that hurt my feelings. I wouldn't go that that far. You like the newer stuff. No, but it was just just like, not for you. I'm like, ugh! I wouldn't do that to hurt you. <laughs> oh my god! Anyway, but uh, what about you? We we love the fact that uh, we we have people hooking us up with some recommendations. So if you've got a recommendation, reach out to us, please. We will watch them. Uh, it's gonna be esat three am. Oh god, I'm esat three am at gmail.com. There we go. There you wow. go. Holy cow! Uh, and then just follow that same thing esat three am dot com. That's gonna be our main website. At ESAT3AM is going to be Facebook and Twitter, or you can leave us a voicemail at anchor.fm forward slash everything's scary. Well, it's got a hyphen. It's got a, there's a, there's a slash. There's a, I, I wanted to make sure I was saying a dash on there. I everything's dash scary dash, dash at dash three dash a dash M. Good lord, really? Yeah, well, you know, I could work on it, but whatever. Oh, no wonder why nobody leaves us a voicemail, because that's hard to remember. People leave us voicemails. Okay, well, there's a whole bunch of dashes between every single thing and everything scary at 3 a.m. Just search everything scary at 3 a.m. Go to Anchor FM, search everything scary at 3 a.m. We would, it'll be on there. Leave us a voicemail. We'd love to hear from you. You know what? Sing to us. We'd love to hear your melodious voice. Yes, but until next time. Yep, we'll see you soon. Later. Bye.